Air Canada has some talking to do. They've got some explainables here. And we know that airlines are under a lot of scrutiny, but um, I think this one, well, this one may, may top them for, for, for uh, today anyway. But um, a Toronto woman wants Air Canada to explain how they lost her stepdad's custom-made wheelchair but says they left her mom and dad stranded in Chile with a cheap replacement chair that he can't even get into and out of safely. And look, uh, it's interesting because she, she put this plea on, on Twitter, and you bet Eric Canada got right back to Wendy saying, please deal us the situation. But was that just lip service or did she actually get action? So let's ask her. Wendy Elliott joining us here uh, this morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Before I get to Eric Canada's response or lack thereof, set us up a little bit with what happened uh, with your with your mom and stepdad. Sure. Um, so my mom and stepdad um, had uh, decided to take uh, a vacation um, to Chile and and to uh, embark on a cruise, which is supposed to be leaving this coming Friday. And mm-hmm. um, this is the first vacation, actually, that um, they had decided to take together since my stepdad had a stroke, which left him um, paralyzed on one side um, and, you know, um, dealing with aphasia. Um, and so this was, you know, something that was a really big step for them. Traveling was something that they loved to do um, before my stepdad did have the stroke. And they thought, you know, that they would try and, you know, take that step and, and go on this journey together um, to try and, you know, just have that time together. So they had planned this trip and my mom had actually worked um, really, really diligently um, before leaving to ensure that, um, you know, um, his accessibility needs would be met, not only with Air Canada, but also, you know, she had worked with um, a travel agent actually that specialized in travel for people with accessibility needs. Um, so that's, that's, that's basically sort of, you know, the, the lead up to, to that day is, you know, she had done so much, so much work to try and right. um, ensure that there would be no surprises, essentially, especially given this was the first time that they were traveling together um, and she knew that it would be different than it, it had been in the past for them. Well, surprise, there are surprises, uh, as is apparently just a guarantee when you travel today. Yeah. So is it is it so I, I assume that he his chair that he's got is probably retrofitted to him has uh, you know the, the yeah. certain bells and whistles that accommodate him it, it you know a, a wheelchair is not a cheap thing certainly no. not one that you would get made um so they would obviously and I'm, you correct me where you where I'm wrong but your parents then put this on the plane thinking that it'll be there on the other side and what happens yeah. Yeah, so actually, so what happened was, you know, you're absolutely right. So my stepdad's wheelchair um, uh, was custom made, you know, it is quite expensive. It's made specifically for him. He's quite a tall man. Um, and so, you know, it requires a specific, specific height and width. And um, I guess, you know, what happened, as my mom told me, is that, you know, they were supposed to have priority boarding so that he would be able to get on the plane first. Um, But, you know, there are assistants that do come and help with the transfer um, of the individual into a wheelchair that will help get them onto the seat in the plane. those individuals weren't available to assist with the transfer up front. So they, they were actually the last people to board. And I don't know if maybe that had something to do with it, but they wheeled him right up to the door of the plane, um, which is what my mom had been told that was going to happen. They transferred him into the other wheelchair to get him onto the plane. And right. as you know, they had assured my mom prior, you know, a few days prior that that wheelchair would not be folded. It would not, you know, be damaged in any way that they were just going to take it and put it um, as a gate check essentially. Right. And so my mom got on the plane, assuming that that's what was going to happen. 
and it didn't. So is it that the chair is lost or is it at the airport in Toronto or is it somewhere in Chile? We didn't know until this morning. So my mom actually, you know, hadn't had any contact from Air Canada when I spoke to her um, most recently this morning. But then Air Canada did message me um, to say that it looks like they've located the chair and that they're supposed to be putting it on a flight uh, from Toronto to Chile um, at 11.55 p.m. tonight, which means it won't get there until tomorrow. Um, So now whether or not the chair is damaged or if it is actually his chair, I'm hoping that it is and that it is not damaged, but um, that still remains to be seen. So they're in Chile now, and yeah. does he have any mobility at all? I know that there was a temporary chair uh, handed uh, to yeah. him, but is that, is that, are they just stuck in a hotel? Yeah, so I mean, what Air Canada had done was they had given him um, a temporary chair, and they gave my mom a credit for $300, essentially. Um, and, you know, when they gave my mom the chair, it was too low for him um, to be able to transfer safely. And also the arms on the chair didn't raise. And that's one of the critical pieces that, you know, uh, about his chair that he needs is so that my mom can get him from the chair into the bed, um, you know, or into another position. And, you know, she just basically broke down at the airport and, you know, started crying saying like, I can't do this by myself. And I, I don't know how I'm supposed to get him. You know, they hadn't slept all night. How am I supposed to get him into bed so he can rest and, you know, and everything? So they left um, um, They left her at the hotel. Thankfully, she had booked a hotel that was attached to the airport for the night, knowing it was going to be a long flight and that they might need to rest after. Um, and Air Canada said, oh, you know, we will, you know, when we get back to the airport, we will call Toronto directly and let you know what happened. And she never heard from that person again. So at that point, she was basically left um, assuming that it was to her to start trying to call around to companies in Santiago, Chile, where she doesn't speak the language, to try and find a rental wheelchair for him. Later on, she was able to get an... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so essentially the first the first uh, few days before they get on this cruise have been spent running around trying to yes. accommodate and find something to, to at least uh, take your stepdad through the next couple of days. Yeah. Um, and yes. are they going to make, will they, I mean, I guess it all depends on whether Air Canada can get the chair there, but are, there, are they at risk of losing this cruise? Well, so at this point, I don't think so. So what Air Canada had done yesterday afternoon is that they put my mom, um, or they, I guess they initiated a claim, and they had sent it to a company that they work with um, that does wheelchair rentals. And unfortunately, though, the number for my mom to contact the wheelchair rental place <laughs> did not work from Chile. So my mom called mm-hmm. me, and I was able to get in touch with them. And apparently, even as of last night, like 10, 12 hours after they had landed, the claim still wasn't in the rental agency's system. So they had been trying to reach out to Air Canada to ask. So, I mean, they were trying to find a rental in case the chair couldn't get there. Um, My sister was actually also able to locate an independent company in Chile that rents wheelchairs and could potentially have something that might suit his needs. Um, So we've got a backup just in case as well. We've got a couple of backups, but that's kind of where they're left right now. Um, I think what my concern at this point was is, you know, my mom checked out of the hotel this morning because they have to make their way to the coast where the right. cruise departs from. And she used using a, um, you know, a, a special uh, tour operator um, that basically, um, you know, provides accessible tours to help transport Jim from the hotel to the next destination, which is the cruise port. 
Um, right. And, you know, I said to her, like, are they going to be able to transfer him in and out of this temporary chair? And she said that she called and was hoping that they'd be able to, but she's without Wi-Fi at the moment and I haven't been able to get an update from her. So, Boy, so your mom does everything by the book, dots the I's, crosses the T's and everything yes. that could go wrong has gone wrong. Having said that, Wendy, because this is a story still unwritten and I don't know if we'll yeah. know the conclusion until we actually see what happens, um, you know, and they get your parents on that cruise with his chair. But are you okay? Do you feel like Air Canada had, I mean, at least they, I will say they, they noticed your tweet and they have responded. Is the response adequate in your mind uh, to the need? To me, no, because it was obvious to me that the, the response to my tweet was a generic canned response. Um, they did ask me to direct. What, you think they noticed the media that you attached to it? <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure there'd be questions did. asked. I mean, that, yeah. is, that is part of why I yeah. did it. To me, it's a sad state of affairs that in order to get you know, a company to act, that you need to go to that degree. But they did, they did ask me to direct message them, which I did with the baggage claim number and a few other pieces of information. And then it was silence, mm -hmm. right? It wasn't until this morning that right. I had even gotten a response to that message that I had sent. My mom hadn't heard anything. You know, I mean, and the, the sad thing is, is that, you know, a wheelchair is not a piece of luggage. And I know no. how upsetting it is when you can imagine, you know, everyone's had a piece of luggage get lost at some point. And I know that there has been issues with the airports now uh, with people losing things. But I mean, a, a wheelchair is not a piece of luggage. It's not, you know, it's not an accessory for him. It's it's a requirement. No. It, it's a part of him. He needs it to be mobile. It's It's like the same as taking away somebody's oxygen. You can't. You can't just treat it the same way that, you know, uh, you know, a piece of sporting equipment might be treated. It's not acceptable. Yeah. No, no, it shouldn't be, especially given how much footwork and, and the precautions that your mom uh, put in ahead of time. Well, look, That's Wendy, right. please keep us in the loop as to where this goes um, and let us know. If your parents do get, um, I will. you know, your stepdad gets accommodated and we'll, we'll pick up this next chapter, but I certainly hope uh, they get action because boy, oh boy, what a nightmare, oh, what a nightmare they is. are experiencing. So thank you, Wendy, and we'll stay thank tuned. You. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for reaching out. Okay. I really do appreciate it. That is Wendy Elliott, the latest uh, to um, kind of raise the headlines on uh, the airline industry. And again, maybe Air Canada will come through. It never should have happened. If you take that much precaution to make sure and to avoid the problems, which a lot of people do, um, then there shouldn't be problems. But again, this is a big part of the conversation that needs to be had is the actual accountability. So we'll wait and see if Air Canada comes through and we'll hopefully get some better news. But boy, oh boy, what a nightmare.